Kiora, Saubona, Namaste, and hello everyone, and welcome. Thanks so much for tuning in. You're listening to Medicine in the Mirror with Dr. K, a South African-born Indian who made beautiful New Zealand home. Outer beauty is a mere reflection of inner health. Are you ready to join me on the journey to becoming more healthy and so too more beautiful? Then let's get started. Kiora, and welcome back to episode two of the three-part launch series of facial aging through the decades and what to do about it. In the first episode, I covered the teens and 20s. On today's episode, we'll flirt with the aging in the 30s and fabulous 40s. Aging is simply more than a simple change in a cosmetic appearance, but often coincides with the various stages of your life and your changing priorities. 30-somethings are typically more stable in all aspects of your lives, and it's a less frazzled decade than your 20s. While you'll still retain much of your youthful look, this is the decade when you start to show some early signs of aging, as well as the first effects of sun damage that most likely happened in your teenage years or in your 20s. Your skin's repair system slows down, with the average skin cell turnover now taking between 28 and 35 days, which means your skin may appear duller, And the reduction in collagen production means that your skin will appear less tight. Those years of smiling, frowning, laughing and raising your brows may start to show with the development of static lines or lines at rest, becoming more obvious like your frown line that does not disappear even after you stop scowling at the driver that just cut you off. Your foundation or makeup may get stuck in certain fine lines too. The first effects of sun damage that you most likely happen in your teenage years may result in pigment issues. Your body's hyaluronic acid production also begins to decline, and this results in less plump and overall drier skin. The fairer your skin, the earlier these changes occur. Darker skin tones may show these changes sometimes up to 10 to 20 years later. Bone loss in your 30s becomes so much more significant, especially around 35. Your bone around your eyes, called your orbital bone, starts to widen and change from being round to more oval. The bone of your inner cheeks, called the mandible, may start resorbing too, and this may make your tear troughs more prominent. Your mandible, or jawbone, also resorbs. So you may feel like everything starts to drop with the development of nasolabial folds, less support in your chin, and loss of your jawline definition. Your 30s is really the time to invest in good products and to follow a regular skincare routine. Remember that youthful glow that I mentioned earlier? This is when you need to start to get serious about prolonging and protecting it by continuing the core skincare regime and sun protection you started in your 20s. Cleanse and moisturize twice daily and apply a broad-spectrum sunscreen of at least SPF 30 every morning. Use a gentle exfoliator once a week. Nope, not St. Ives scrubs. But rather look for something that contains alpha-hydroxy acids that'll help keep your skin youthful and radiant. Adding a regular topical retinol regime at least three to four times a week will help with the fine lines and skin firmness. Retinol is one of the few products that have a huge amount of scientific backing. It improves the cellular turnover, it stimulates new collagen production, it increases healthier blood supply, as well as decreasing pigmentation. There's also some new evidence that a product called Bakuchiol, which is an Ayurvedic herb, Recent studies have shown that this may be equivalent to retinol, but more on that later. Adding an antioxidant in your 30s is also a must, as they repair some of the sun damage that has started to develop over the years. 
They brighten dull skin and help to rejuvenate collagen. The most common antioxidant that you'll find in skincare is vitamin C. This I recommend using every morning. Topical hyaluronic acid must be added to your daily regime too to give your skin the added boost of hydration it's probably craving. But there's a limit to what skincare can actually do. It can't perform miracles and you won't see your skin change overnight. It takes weeks for your skin to go through a full cycle, probably around four if you're in your 30s, maybe even longer if you're older. So you need to use a product consistently for at least six weeks to see the benefits of what it's actually doing for your skin. In addition to a good skincare routine, in-clinic treatments will help maintain that glow too. Treatments that encourage cellular turnover, such as chemical peels or dermal needling, stimulate the growth of new collagen. Radiofrequency treatments use heat to help induce new collagen and elastin production in the deeper layers of your skin. Photofacials with light-based therapy can assist in the removal of discoloration and pigmentation. Other procedures like soft tissue fillers and wrinkle relaxers will help to soften lines and prevent wrinkles forming. And while it used to be really early to consider treatments, it's probably the best time to consider it for two reasons. Firstly, you need very little to get a really good result. And secondly, there's increasing evidence that if you start at this age, you can actually stop things from getting worse. So wrinkle relaxers or neuromodulators, as they are otherwise known, such as Xeomin, Botox or Dysport, are one of the best tools to combat those pesky static wrinkles. They work by preventing the underlying muscle from contracting, therefore stopping the overlying skin from folding or wrinkling. This is why you may have heard the term preventative Botox. It prevents the emergence of new wrinkles, not giving them even the slightest bit of chance to form. The early volume loss that occurs in the under-eye areas, cheeks and lips can be replaced with the correct use of dermal fillers, which last from between six months to two years. Men tend to show the signs of aging a wee bit later than us women because they have thicker skins, more sebaceous glands, so there's more lubrication, more collagen and elastin, and their shaving certainly helps with exfoliation. I'll delve deeper into men's skin health in a future episode. For example, if you just go in asking for your tear troughs to be treated. I personally really do them on their own, as it's important to look at what's causing it, as it's most likely that cheek, bone loss and fat volume reduction are the main causes, and will therefore need to be addressed before the tear troughs can be injected. Now let's roll on to the 40s. Your 40s are a wonderful decade full of life achievements, and if you're like me, you're probably pretty thankful that you're no longer 25. Oh, I can cringe at some of the poor decisions I made in my 20s. Some of you in your 40s may still feel like you've just graduated from uni. But regardless of this feeling, now is not the time to neglect your skin. Along with the development of mental maturity, your skin has also been maturing. By your 40th birthday, your skin has held up your face for more than 350,000 hours. Typically, most of my patients start their journeys in their 40s as it's when you really start to see a variety of changes in your skin and face. Essentially in your 40s, you have the same changes that you were experiencing in your 30s. That bone loss started at 25 and became much more significant at 35, and it continues well into your 40s. Fine lines and wrinkles may start to become more noticeable and deeper. They started to form in your 20s, but only when you moved. They started settling in in your 30s, but in your 40s they become etched in. The static wrinkles that appeared in your late 20s or 30s may now become deeper in the frown, 
crow's feet and forehead. You may even start to notice smoker's lines around your mouth, even if you've never smoked. Your skin cell turnover decreases to 45 to 60 days, with a reduction in your hyaluronic and collagen production. Broken blood vessels and pigmentation issues become more obvious. On top of this, volume loss becomes more noticeable, with a reduction in the fat pads, especially around your temples, cheeks, and the front of the ears. You may also notice some repositioning of fat into the jowls. Due to the combination of volume loss and decreased collagen, sagging of the skin becomes more apparent. The neck in particular may become more lax, and the tip of your nose and mouth begin to turn downward due to the loss of support too. As estrogen levels drop in premenopausal women, dryness becomes more of an issue. Some women may even see the resurgence of those pesky pimples. Yep, acne may come back. As the skincare changes, your skincare routine is likely to need some adjustment too. The skincare industry even has a special name for this demographic, mature skin. I'm not too fussed on that one. So what should you do? In my opinion, the best success comes from having a mix of in-office treatments together with an adjustment of lifestyle to help support the results from the treatments. Continue with all the skincare steps mentioned for your 20s and 30s, but now especially is the time to consider more specific issues. A hyaluronic acid moisturizer must be incorporated into your regime as well as a rich night cream to encourage skin barrier repair. Both factor serums stimulate collagen and elastin production and help improve cell turnover. Additional skincare to consider may be serums to reduce hyperpigmentation, a potent eye cream to diminish puffiness and dark circles, or acne treatments if you suffer from adult acne. Topical skincare is great for maintaining your skin's overall health and appearance, but remember it is not hope in a jar and can only plump your skin temporarily. It can't change the contours of your face or get rid of hollows under the eyes. So incorporating in-clinic treatments like dermal fillers and wrinkle relaxers are the most common sought-after treatment in your 40s. Dermal fillers help restore the volume loss and even stimulate collagen and elastin production. Some even provide bony support. While many patients fear looking done, fillers done correctly can look extremely natural. A good injector will leave you looking refreshed, not different. If you haven't started with wrinkle relaxers by your 40s, it's not too late to get some great improvement in the static lines. Most patients worry about looking too frozen from wrinkle relaxers. But again, in the right hands, you will look refreshed, not different. Chemical peels and microneedling can target melasma, sun damage, and uneven toner's texture. Also treating your skin from the bottom up, that is from the lowest layer of your skin to the top, is recommended, including lasers and radiofrequency that get underneath the surface of the skin to rejuvenate it. The combo of at-home skin care and in-clinic treatments is sure to help you look an optimized version of your 40-something-year-old self. So guys, that's a wrap of facial aging in your 30s and 40s. I look forward to chatting with you in the final episode in this launch series, Facial Aging in Your Fabulous 50s, 60s, 70s and Beyond. That's it for now, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Thanks for listening. Please hit subscribe on iTunes or follow on Spotify so you don't miss the next episode. I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review and ratings on iTunes. Follow Medicine in the Mirror on Insta and Facebook for behind-the-scenes updates. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, go live your best reflection. Reflection.